Welcome to Esrael Illusions, episode 17, maybe. Not really quite sure. We have a first on the show. Another show being titled Esrael Illusions. You know, it makes it pretty clear that this is a LGBTQ friendly podcast. But as we know out there, there's a lot of people who are maybe less tolerant and don't necessarily support equal rights and. In the interest of parody, we invited a gender-critical teddy bear to come on and tell us not only a little bit about herself, but her beliefs, and maybe open... Society always talks about opening a dialogue. Well, maybe today we can try and build some bridges instead. So I want to welcome Miss Cozy Snarker to the show. Uh, Cozy, yes, yes, thank you. You better be grateful that I'm doing this. You know, Dr. Oz is on right now and Oh, well, well. You know, we could have we could have rescheduled or um, do you have a DVR? Well, I have a DVR, but if you can't hop on the message boards on the Mums Net right afterward, then what's the point? Not to mention my constipation medication kicks in about an hour afterwards. So that uh, that's the whole evening right there. We probably don't need to hear anymore, but why don't you, uh, you've been fairly active on social media protesting, uh, LGBTQ rights, it seems mostly transgender rights these days. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit of, uh, how you got into anti-transgender activism or, or, or just activism. When my first brush up with polite society came in elementary school when the principal raised the length requirement on the skirts, and I naturally thought that would be, that would put women at a risk of the charlatans that we went to school with, climbing on the monkey bars and trying to get a peek. I was the only one in the fifth grade to keep my skirt no, no shorter than two inches off the ground. You know, the world doesn't need any more tarts if you catch my drift. And from there, maybe my next brush up came when that uh, horrible Some Like It Hot movie came out. You you would probably be familiar. I, I imagined you were influenced by it. I'm actually not a big fan of Some Like It Hot. I, uh, I find the humor dated. I don't... Uh... You know, Marilyn Monroe is a great actress, but she's she's done better in my opinion. Well, I always thought she was ruining America, but to each their own, I suppose. Well, do you, do do you really believe that? I mean, you you what what what's your what's your uh, overarching view on LGBTQ rights? Listen, there's too many letters. First of all, with. L-G-B-T-K. I, I'm exhausted by the by the time I'm done saying it. You got the other people saying I and the A and the plus, plus, plus. What is this, a golf course, a golf score? I mean, it's enough is enough. You don't need any of the words beyond just use the standard gay. All you people want to be so special. It doesn't make any difference to me, y'all. Y'all can just use that one... Well, it, it it does it does kind of matter because you know, you're gay or lesbian or transgender or bisexual or or just I, I think instead of gay you would be maybe referring more to queer. Listen, 
I've heard the word queer since since Kerouac's time, and boy, you want to talk about queer. You got the Beat Generation, Allen Ginsberg, ah, William S. Burroughs. You want to trace the origins of homosexuality back? Just look at those little little pamphlets they'd hand out at City Lights up in San Francisco if you want to talk about a gay city. Um, I actually happen to be a big fan of City Lights, but uh, exactly. Look no further, people. You probably, you probably, if you're listening, just sitting there with your howl on your lap while you listen to this. I mean, who who even listens to a show like this? Anyway, you got the elephant smoking a bong on the front. What the hell is wrong with you? Our, our, our listeners are actually doing doing quite well, and I, I value and treasure each and every one of them, and I thank you for listening. I, I, I can't give you any any of my own, first of all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare share a thing like this that's not even appropriate for children, but... Nobody in my bridge club even works a phone, so they've... Eh. To them, to them, color TV is, is a new innovation, let alone a podcast. They still listen into the radio drama. Can you imagine they, they canceled Guiding Light? Um, I mean, Guiding Light has been off the air for, for a, a, almost a decade now, but I think we're getting off, off track a little bit. I know that a lot of uh, quote-unquote gender-critical people say that there's uh, a stark difference between sex and gender, some a distinction that most of the rest of the world doesn't really seem to care about, but um, your lot seems somewhat, I, I guess I would say, probably overly concerned with that. Uh, I wanted to just get your thoughts on the relationship between sex and gender. Well, the two concepts are very, very different. You see, sex is the thing that makes a baby, and gender is the thing the baby tells you, and gender is the thing the baby won't stop whining about after watching too many YouTube videos. They're very different. Sex is not something you can change, and gender is a thing that people won't shut the fuck up about. Wanting to change. So, to me, there's a big difference, but... I understand that the, the letters M and F mean a lot of different things to a lot of people, and I just wanted to say that I want to stop hearing about it. People should just be thankful. You know, when you're at a children's birthday party and you get a present, you don't say, well, I would have rather had this. You say, thank you, and you go about your life. The same should hold true at the DMV when you get a driver's license. It says M, it says F. You should just shut up and stop whining about it. The DMV doesn't really hand that stuff out. Doesn't decide you're supposed to supposed to put it on there yourself. Listen, I haven't gotten my driver's license renewed in about 25 years, so I, I maybe I'm not an expert on that particular subject, but Last time I went to get my license checked and they took a new picture of me, I didn't have any of these issues. So I just, I, I, I think it's a load of nonsense. Well, I, I think that some people, especially from the, the gender critical camp, would say that sex and gender would matter. Uh, they often use it in relation to sports. I wanted to just get your thoughts on that. Well, I'm against all women's sports. I don't think that a woman should be wasting her time spending energy on anything other than sewing, cleaning, and otherwise pleasuring her man. I mean, this is the problem. You get these women who go to work, they put on their soccer cleats, 
they put on pants, which I'm very against. And no wonder everybody is so unhappy. It's, it's not natural. You know, there's a reason that nobody watches the women's Super Bowl. It's because it doesn't exist. Now, I personally would, would much rather watch a woman cook a pot roast than score a goal in, in some kind of soccer match. And I know that a lot of people don't want to say this out loud, but I imagine that a lot of people agree with me. I also wanted to ask you about your uh, thoughts on uh, the, the evolving role of feminism, particularly intersectional feminism that takes into account that there are experiences beyond our own that we need to strive toward a feminism that includes everybody versus... I think you got it. I think you nailed it right on the head there when you said it's got to include everybody. To me, things were a lot easier when feminism was just about white people. Specifically, white women who were born without extra parts down there. You said it was easier, but easier for who? I just, I'm not 100% sure what you're saying. Listen. 40 years ago, you could go in the supermarket and make a racist comment, and nobody would say anything. Now I have to go walk down the street. I have to watch what I say. And as a result, sometimes I don't want to say anything at all. Now, tell me how that's feminism if I feel like I'm being silenced and I can't say the things that are on my mind. Do you find yourself constantly having to to repress racist things? I mean, I, I... I, 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 to play devil's advocate, I, I just, you know, there's people who would hear that and say maybe feminism is working, that uh, fewer people are offended. But, but fewer people can hear what I have to say as a result because I'm afraid that I'll be checking out and suddenly my bag of oranges that I'm trying to buy will be used as a weapon to kill me just because I pointed out an observation that, that somebody may not consider politically correct. I don't know about you, but I don't see the feminism in that. Well, that's where we go back to intersectional. The, the, assuming the, the person that you maybe had the comment about was a, was a woman, um, the feminism may be, may be working better for her. It happens in a lot of separate ins- You see, I have a lot of opinions. There's a lot of people out there who do a lot of things that I consider wrong. Nowadays, I can't even... Who am I supposed to tell? If somebody's walking around with their shirt untucked, you know, there's a run in their pantyhose, I can't even say anything. Are you trying to tell me the world's a better place? Somebody's walking around with their bare ankles showing? I don't think it is. I don't think that's right. And I think there's a lot of people out there who agree with me and are afraid... You know, I, I, I made a post on, on Twitter about this, and I got three likes. If I was posting in Twitter in the 80s, you're talking about many dozens of more likes. And there's all these people out there who agree with me, and I can't even see them. Are, are your DMs, DMs open? No, I get too many, I get too many unsolicited penises, which is, which is a concern for another day. I only want to see the penises that I solicit. And the open period is often quite closed. 
which I would say is quite a shame because one of the benefits of menopause is you don't have to worry about ungodly things like condoms or birth control. And I feel like I'm in, I'm in the peak of my life. I have all these people, if I went on, on, on Tinder or one of those other like Christian mingle, there's a lot of men I could bring home to my bed for a little of the safe hanky-panky. And what am I supposed to do? You got the men screwing things up, the trans women screwing things up. Old age was supposed to be a hell of a lot better than this, and I, I, I wish there were other people who felt like they could have a voice in this and yet were silenced by all these young people who already have a place like Tumblr where they can whine about this. But no, I have to watch what I say in the grocery store or else I'll be hit with my oranges. Getting back to LG, I know, I know it's, you don't, you don't have to say it. I'll, I'll just say LGBTQ if it's uh, too much of a, I, I don't want to take up the whole podcast just saying these letters. It's, it's you, you. I think your audience understands what you're saying. You don't have to add to... By the time you've gotten to the end of it, you've added more letters of the alphabet. You're going to reuse a couple... Uh, I, I, I understand that, you know, quote-unquote, gender-critical people uh, really have a problem with all of the letters of the community, but, but what, what, uh, putting all of that aside, what is your general view of... Uh, to use your term, gay, gay rights. Listen, what people do in the bedroom is not really my concern, and I say it because I don't want to. I don't want to be invited, so uh, keep it, keep it, keep it that way. I'm all for equality. I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it, and I, I, I don't want to be asked to participate. You know, when I was when I was in the fourth grade, I was at the roller rink, and a girl brushed up to me. She was about to fall, and she grabbed my hand. And I, I went to confession two days later. I was normally supposed to go on the Thursday, but I distinctly remember this was a Wednesday, and I was pounding on the priest door, and I said, Father, Father, I had my first brush with the devil. And she grabbed my hand, and it was exposed, too. I wasn't wearing gloves at the time. And she must have had some kind of scented lotion. I mean, if I was a guy, maybe maybe that would have, uh, maybe I could have been her Prince Charming. If I was a young boy, it would have been just like a dream come true. But, but I actually told that to the priest and he said he knew exactly how I feel. So at least I'm all square in God's eye. But to me, it, 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 the whole thing just felt wrong. If you're falling... You know, put your elbows out, put your hands out of something, hit the deck. Don't try to make somebody else look like a fruit in the process. Oh, I forgot. Is that, is that like, uh, offensive to you, you people? There are a lot of people who would take offense to being called a fruit. Um, I actually think the phrase is kind of funny, but I don't imagine I would like it if somebody were to come up to me and say that. So you only like it when you call it it. You see, this is the problem with, with, with gay rights. You got all these people who, they got one set of rules for things that they can say and for the rest of the people, and you can't fire them for having sex with men or anything. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not equality unless you're going to play it down the middle. If straight people can't have sex with men, then nobody should have sex with men. Do you think that, that straight people are not allowed to have sex with men? 
or lesbians or yeah, you're naming two categories of people who if they have sex with a guy they can't just go down the street and get a medal or rainbow saying pride pride you're nothing special you know well i think that most people in the lgbtq community would agree with that sentiment the notion that uh, there's nothing inherently special with our relationships. It's just that there's been so much history of marginalization of our community that things like pride are meant to celebrate all that we've been through and how we can succeed in being who we are despite all of the hardships and the stress that we continue to face even to this day. I mean, don't you understand that the Trump administration is attempting to roll back our rights. The fact that gay marriage only happened as a result of the court, a 5-4 majority, I mean... To say that we have true equality in any, in any meaningful sense is just ridiculous. Do you understand that? I'll tell you what I understand. It's never enough with you people. You want your gay marriage? We gave it to you. Fine. You say Supreme Court. I say you got it. What's the difference? Well, I, I, I mean, there is a big... Th there's not a big difference. You say tomato, I say tomato. You say potato, I don't order those because they give me gas. Just like I imagine the activities that the gay men indulge in would also... I mean, that, that, doesn't it give you gas? Uh, me? I mean, I'm, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a gay man. I, I'm not 100% sure what... I think you know exactly what I'm referring to. Well, do you mean like do you do you mean does does anal sex give me give me gas? Then you don't have to be all coarse about it. I I I'm not the one who brought that subject up, but uh, to answer your question, I mean you're you're, I mean that's a weird thing to focus on, in terms of of any sort of question revolving around homosexual intercourse, but. Uh, like like you and like most humans, uh, I do get gas. I don't want to say it's that. Uh, a particular point where things are going up that certain area, but you see, now, now I'm not even going to be able to have dinner because yet yeah, you just had to go there. I was just, I was keeping things in the hypothetical and then you put imagery. It's, it's, it's very vulgar. Now, now I see why there's an explicit warning on this podcast. It's, it's very crude. Now, now I remember when Madonna kissed that uh, that that young young lady performer. What was her name? Uh, Britney Spears, the sheep. The, the I think you mean Britney Spears. Uh, Spears, whatever. I was watching this awards show, and there she was, just performing all modestly. And then all of a sudden, she had to go out and kiss a girl. I mean. Why do you have to inject that into everything? Just absolutely everything. Uh, I, th I think you're referring to the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards, which, just given the timeline of all the things you've been through, it, it strikes me as perhaps a little odd that you were watching something on MTV at all, let alone... I mean, do you, do you watch a lot of music videos? I do, I do. I used to watch more music videos, but it seems lately that MTV doesn't air that much, and the reality show programming, I'm just not into it. Well, I, 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 guess, you, uh, I guess you're full of surprises, aren't you, uh, Cozy? You just can't judge a person 
by what they watch on the television. Now, normally, I watch a lot of Fox News because that's where you get the best information. But if I lose the remote and I'm sitting on the couch and the channel switches, I am open to something either above it or below it. I, I, I'm not... I'm not rigid in that kind of sense. I know that my generation gets painted as intolerant. And I just want to say that I am very tolerant of intolerance. You're you're tolerant of intolerance. Yes, if you come up to me and you're racist, homophobic, homo, any kind of phobia, I will tolerate you. But you won't tolerate transgender people. It would have to depend on the context. So the context being like a bathroom, would you would you tolerate a transgender person in a woman's public bathroom with you? You see, that's that's the example that a lot of people like to go to. And it, it, to me, it's really a no-brainer. As a woman, I think I deserve to have the right to sit down and pee without having to worry about penises flying under the stalls or just in my face when I'm trying to wash my hands. It, it doesn't strike me as rocket science, and yet you'd be amazed at how many people come up to me and ask me that question. I mean, just as a transgender woman who has written uh, about the subject a lot, I, the bathroom subject comes up quite a lot, and I'm glad that you used the examples that you did because... If you're sitting there at home and you're a man or a woman or a non-binary person or anybody who's used a public bathroom, I don't know about you, but I I haven't had penises flying under the the stalls or in my face when I'm trying to wash my hands. I haven't experienced that sensation. Well, isn't that nice? I mean, you're a transgender person. They clearly, they're onto your scent. They're not going to try it with you. But for the rest of us that they're trying to, to prey on, I mean, it's a whole different... It, it, it's, why, it's why we have conversations like this where you talk about your perspective and I talk about my perspective. Okay, I mean, we can try and work with that a little bit in terms of uh, exchanging perspectives. I mean, have you, have you experienced an instance where there was a penis that, that flew under the, the seat? Well... There was this Wendy's I used to go to in the 70s, and it had one of those, I think you would call them a glory hole. But it was this place in the back where if you went, and especially if you was a guy and you took, you took your little willy and you stuck it through the hole, as long as you had slipped a quarter or sometimes a dollar if it was uh, early in the evening, you could have a lot of fun right there. Okay, I mean, have you had this instance happen in an occasion where it wasn't a uh, glory hole? Well, I don't check every style for glory holes, but, for example, last week I was at a Target, and I know that Target is a place that allows people like you to pee wherever they want, even if it's, you know, the, the produce section or... You know, electronics, you see a 4K TV and you need to relieve yourself. Just just go right ahead. They're, they're trans-inclusive. It's okay if you just want to make your mark all over the merchandise. But 
It was very dirty in there, and I felt very uncomfortable. And I imagine if a transgender person was in there, I would have felt a lot more uncomfortable, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I, I, I want to, before we get before we get sidetracked again, I, I, I just want to narrow in on this. Have you ever been in a public bathroom, especially, let's just go with the past 10 years, not the 70s, but n- not the past 10 years where you've been to the bathroom, you haven't seen a glory hole, you've just been trying to pee at a normal time of day. Have you experienced this? I see what you're trying to get me to do here. You're trying to get me to admit that I haven't seen a transgender in the wild, or... No, 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 I'm not... I'm not trying to ask you if you've seen a transgender person, period. I'm, I'm trying to ask you if you've, you've seen a penis fly under your stall in the bathroom. That's, that's what I'm trying... No, no, it's not what you're asking me. You're, you're, you're... You see, if it's not that, then it's another thing, and you're, you're, you're trying to trap me into saying that your kind are not some existential threat to bathrooms everywhere. But that point is important to what we're getting at, because if you haven't seen a transgender person attempting to, to fling their genitals at you in the bathroom, then you lose some credibility as an authority on saying that there's some sort of existential threat posed to bathrooms everywhere by transgender people, you're not, you're not basing that on something. For example, if I were to go into a bathroom, I, I could walk in, do my business, and leave, and that, that's really all there is to it. If, if that sounds boring to people, it's because it is boring. Going to the bathroom is not a fun activity. In a lot of instances, public bathrooms smell terrible, and you're trying to tell me why- No, 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 It's not because transgender people are in there making terrible smells. Terrible smells get made. Are you there when the smells are getting made? Are you climbing under the stalls? Tell me how you know who is making the smells. Well, if we're dealing with, like, a Wendy's bathroom or a Taco Bell bathroom, smells are bound to be created. And I I don't want to linger on the point that that public bathrooms smell bad. Of course you don't, because you don't want to have any responsibility. Are you you aware that, you know, plenty of people can have diarrhea? I I don't want to talk about how disgusting it is when transgender people are going to the bathroom all over the place, on the floor, in the in the sink, in everywhere. It's disgusting. And that's why that's why people like me are making a stand about it, okay? Uh, oh, okay, is your main concern that transgender people are are bathroom predators or if they're making too much diarrhea? I don't really I'm just trying to get to the bottom of of what you're. Do you have do you have literature that you would hand out? We have the signs that say "woman, adult, human, female." That's that's we don't need to you don't need to mess it up with diarrhea or anything. It's fine the way it is, but it's not fine, and you're you're not articulating anything that would make anyone believe. That you're coming at this from any genuine angle. How dare you question my sincerity? Maybe it's not your sincerity that I'm questioning, but it, it's the notion that 
transgender people are bathroom predators in the absence of any data that suggests that transgender people are bathroom predators. You you talk about penises flying all over the place. I, I, just just to get one thing clear, if a transgender woman has had a surgery and doesn't actually have a penis, is 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 that okay? I don't want to get dragged into hypotheticals because I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be trapped by you. I don't really want to be in the position of distinguishing transgender people by their genitals because the whole notion of LGBTQ liberation is, is about the broader ramifications of equality and not reduced to mere private parts, private parts that don't really tell us all that much about anything. But what's missing from your entire argument is any semblance of a cohesive thesis. Now you're just using big words to, to make your point. It's it's a disgrace. Can't you just answer a few of my questions? Nope, nope, not here to answer questions. But we're trying to have a dialogue, and maybe maybe that's not something that you want to do, but... To talk about bathrooms in these monolithic terms to suggest that transgender people are these bat I, I wrote, I dedicated so much time of my transgender manifesto to this subject, really breaking down the, the actual semantics of going to the bathroom. As in, just how unlikely it is for you going into a men's room or a women's room, whatever you want, any kind of public facility... If you were to go in there for the purposes of, of deviance to try and cop a feel or to see somebody's private parts or any of that kind of stuff, it's incredibly difficult to actually carry out that function without being detected, first of all, which is not something that we should just gloss over because sexual predators presumably don't just want that feel and have that represent the pinnacle of their life. They want to do it and then not get caught so that they can then do it again, and public bathrooms really don't offer that kind of option. If you go in there and you're trying to stick your head under a stall, someone will see you, and then you're going to get in trouble because that's obscene behavior. Someone's not just going to, you know, kick your head or scoot over a bit so that they can't see your genitals. There are consequences for actions like that, and that's not a point that we should ever skimp over because, it, because it's really the most important point we could make. I hear all the time on Twitter, oh, these bathroom bills, they're designed to keep people safe. Safe from who? Seriously, safe from who? I can see you're getting all worked up about this. Wouldn't you? I mean, honestly, I hear this argument all the time. It's not based in reality. If It's very important to me. But, but why? Why is it important to you? Because I want to go to the bathroom in peace. And you can. Everybody knows you can. You're not at risk of going to the bathroom in public because you've never been in an instance where you would be. And in order to keep it that way, we have to keep bathrooms safe. And what if I told you that for decades, you've been going to the bathroom with transgender people? Yesterday. Did you, did you leave the house yesterday? That's none of your business. But I did go out because I was out of heavy cream and you can't have a white Russian with that half and half stuff you steal from Starbucks. It's just not the same.
You you get your milk from from Starbucks? No, I get my half and half from Starbucks. I go to the store for the heavy cream. If you ask for the heavy cream at Starbucks, it's never on the table. They hand it to you, and they're always watching for when you put it in your purse and walk away. Okay, that's good to know. So you did go out. Did you go to the bathroom? I, I don't want you asking me about my business. Well, what about this then? Have you, have you ever been in an instance where you've been afraid to go to the bathroom because for for any reason? There was one time I was at a Taco Bell and this person came out shaking their heads and I was I was very uncomfortable about going in there. I held it until we could get to a a El Pueyo Loco later on. I went in there and I I said I was going to order something but I didn't. I just went to the bathroom. Did you did you feel safe in that bathroom? I felt very uncomfortable. I'd been holding it for close to half an hour. So no, I didn't I didn't feel safe. And I'll tell you what, I would have felt even less safe if I'd known that a transgender person was in the bathroom. Okay? I'm just telling you my feelings. Exactly, the feelings. That's what this is all about. You feel afraid uh, over something that you don't know about, that you don't have a ton of experience about, admittedly. And that prejudice is shaping your view because we're not seeing a heck of a lot that would shape your view otherwise, aren't we? Not not some instance with a scary transgender person that you would be that would shape your views for the rest of time. The abstract, it's not real. Don't tell me if my feelings are real or not. The world entertains your feelings. Well, a lot of them clearly don't, because this, equal rights is a constant struggle, and getting people to care about equal rights is something that's very difficult. It's the number one problem for transgender activists. We make up, like, 0.5% of the population, and we need allies. And how do you get an ally engaged? I mean, maybe you're doing kind of an infomercial for... Why we need more activists. You're, you're afraid of something that you have no idea about. And that fear is, is causing a lot of irrational opinions about transgender people. Your opinions are irrational. I know that's not polite to say to a guest, but it's true. I've seen nothing here that would say that you have a genuine fear of having genitals. Any kind of genitals. How many kinds of genitals have you seen? I, I'm not going to answer that. All I know is I haven't seen any of them flying under my stall when I was going to the bathroom. And I honestly don't know how much there is to say on this topic. You're clearly not going to answer the questions, but you have in your own sort of way. So you're just going to take my words and edit them afterwards, aren't you? Uh, I, I really don't need to do that, but... You know, why don't we switch the subject to something a little more uh, potentially productive? Maybe the word um, gender critical could be a good word to talk about. You consider yourself a member of the, the gender critical community. You're active on the gender critical subreddit. You belong to gender critical Facebook groups. You're That's a term that... It's a term that accurately describes the kind of attitude that I take towards a lot of gender. And let's let's make one thing clear here. 
it's not all about transgender people. I am critical of other genders besides transgender. Well, well, transgender in itself isn't a gender. That's Transgender means that your gender identity differs from the sex you are... I don't want a history lesson here. All I'm trying to say is that I am critical of every gender. The two genders, male and female, and... Transgender is, I guess we could call it its own thing. So more, I want to pause here because a key element of gender critical ideology, as you would probably know, is that there are only, is that they claim to say that there are only two genders. That's right, that's right. Two genders, male, female, and then under is a subsection of transgender, but that's, that's different. So it's a third. No, it's it's just you're putting words in my mouth. It's it's different, but not its own category. It's it's like a, a second cousin. Is this the only type of category where you would introduce something like a second cousin into it? Don't get smart with me. You knew exactly what I was trying to say. I mean, the sad thing is that there's plenty of quote-unquote gender-critical people who would hear that logic and know exactly what you were talking about. Which I think is insulting to the nature of gender because gender-critical people always talk about biology being this absolute truth, but the reality of the situation is that biology is messy, and it's not just... I know you're going to bring intersex people into it, I think you should really just leave them out of your transgender thing. It's completely different. And I hear all these activists just try and lump them in like it's all the same thing. It's not. Okay? It's not. Leave them out of it. Are you a big supporter of intersex rights? No. I'm just sick of hearing them used to undermine my own argument. That makes sense. Intersex people are different from transgender people. And you'll hear them talked about in the same kind of context a lot, but the existence of intersex people does prove that biology is not this sort of absolutism leaving wiggle room for a second cousin. What biology is is complex. There are nuances to it. People on the gender-critical side get angry when... People say trans women are women because they take that to mean trans women are the same as them. The bigotry in this kind of thinking just stems from the fact that same does not, same is not the same as equal. Two groups of people can fit under the same blanket term without matching up in each and every way. I mean, a person born in... California and a person born in Ethiopia or Indonesia or Finland or Papua New Guinea all lead different lives, vastly different lives in in plenty of different ways. And those cultures have transgender people too. Something that's really lost in the conversation is just the fact that People are different. We know this. This is something that we have been taught all our lives. And yet people like Ms. Snarker here fail to understand that 
differences in one category is not the end of the fucking world. Oh, don't you go painting me as some kind of harbor of the apocalypse. I am merely critical of gender. And you said it's not just, just transgender people you're critical of. Right, that's right. I was in a TJ Maxx the other day, and there was this guy checking out in front of me, and he had cargo pants on that were the ugliest trousers I had ever seen in my life. You better believe I was very critical of him. I told him, I said, you'll never get married if you walk around in a wife beater and cargo pants looking like you just rolled out of a Papa John's dumpster. That's not how you go about living your life. So, so you weren't really so much critical of gender as you were just attacking his personal appearance. You people say yourself, gender is an expression. He chose to express himself like a bum, and I gave him a piece of my mind. Well, I, I guess you're an equal opportunity offender then. That's right, that's right. I, I criticize men wearing cargo pants, and I criticize men who are transgender. You mean transgender men? No, that's not what I meant. People like you. I, I figured. It's not just you either. As I said with the women in the skirts, I'm, I'm very critical of today's fashion choices. Just because a woman can wear whatever the hell she wants doesn't mean that choice is going to bring her a husband. Is that the predominant concern that you have when it comes to women expressing themselves? It's not just the concern that I have. It's the concern that everybody has had since the beginning of time. Uh, really? I mean, I don't think the li women's liberation movement was about finding husbands. Well, how would you know? You weren't alive. You weren't there. You weren't fighting for women's equality. You aren't fighting for it now. I mean, look at yourself. Parading around as a woman. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I care deeply about women's rights. I care deeply about equal rights for all people. It's... When you've been the when you've been the victim of discrimination, it's brutal. There's really nothing else like it. And the truth is these gender critical people are not all about just criticizing transgender people. Because they don't they're not gonna stop there because they didn't start there either. It's important to realize that you'll hear in gender critical circles that there's so many people who feel as though this they call it the, the transgender moment, which in really it just kind of refers to the fact that so many of us feel safe coming out after all of the increased visibility and all of that. But that doesn't change the fact that transgender people have existed for all of recorded history. And we have plenty of recorded instances of transgender people well before Caitlyn Jenner graced the cover of Vanity Fair. It's a, it's a nuance that's so often lost that needs to not be, because it's important. I unsubscribed to Vanity Fair the day after that issue. I would not call her Caitlyn, okay? I mean, I, I assume you're either not going to answer, or I'm not going to... The answer's not going to make sense, but I don't know, I'll take a stab at it. Why won't you call Caitlyn Jenner Caitlyn?
because it's not what she used to be called. I, I mean, I mean, oh. there's that pronoun. You instinctively used the correct. I, I slipped. You slipped into the right pronoun. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to any of my friends listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Edit this out, please. You look at her and you see a woman. I don't look at her because I unsubscribed. I told you. And you said it again. Ah, uh, you're putting words in my mouth. I could play the audio back for you if you want, or we could move on because prejudice only extends as far as the mind is capable of wielding it. You get that from a gay philosophy book. Well, I actually know that from experience because you see a lot of people out there and sometimes they say it in awkward fashions like I've met people who come up to me and they say, you know, I've never met a transgender person before. You seem pretty normal. And they say that and it's supposed to be a compliment. And as I repeated, it does, sure doesn't sound like a compliment, but the kind of the point is it was intended. There wasn't malice in the intentions. It just kind of, it reflects that the people don't really know how to, how to deal with transgender people. And I imagine you don't either, but it's really not that hard. Really, I mean, we talk about equal rights and all of that stuff. It's not... People conflate that with the, the notion of extra rights. It's not. Treating transgender people normally and humanely is easy. You just treat them like every other person, and then you don't give yourself a pat on the back for doing so afterward. And you don't, you don't express bewilderment that your experience is surprisingly normal. It sounds like way too much work for anybody to want to put in that kind of effort. And a lot of people don't. They go on hating people on the internet because that's easier than trying to engage with a person who is, in fact, a human being. Imagine that. We're really not that different. Yeah, why don't you take that lovey-dovey stuff and go to Woodstock and prance around in the fields until you get a bunch of ticks? I'm sick and tired of these people acting like it's some crime against humanity to hate people just because they're different. It's as if we're forgetting the entire framework of this nation is to hate people because they're different. It's fun to put somebody down because they're different from you. It makes you feel like you're more important in a world with 300 million people and everybody gets a participation trophy. It's all meaningless. You have to separate the winners from the losers. And in your instance, that would make transgender people the quote-unquote losers. But I mean, that's, that's why we have a, a justice system. That's in, in theory why we have a government. If you think about the, the early foundation of government, where people like Cicero really cared about making organized uh, governments who is to protect the most vulnerable from outside people. And the most vulnerable in this instance would be uh, women. Vulnerable, vulnerable against whom, though? Vulnerable against the transgender people trying to touch them under the stall. Something that, that doesn't happen. It, it could happen, though. 
and, and they're vulnerable to the notion that 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 it might happen. Living, living, living a life of uh, constant fear. No, 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 no. The point, the point of the the gender critical movement is so, so that we don't have a world with fear. We're not even, not even the possibility of this kind of thing could happen. We don't even, we we, we don't think about it except at meetings where we talk about it. it. It's it's only an issue for us when we're on our chat board or at our twice weekly meetings or on Twitter. But a lot of us are being banned from Twitter, and it's frustrating to see all the censorship that seems to be happening. We're supposed to have freedom of speech in this country, and yet I see all of my gender-critical people banned for calling people abusive terms or using what we feel are the correct pronouns. How can it be freedom of speech if you can't tell somebody, fuck you, you're ugly, I wish you would die? And not lose your Twitter account over it. What kind of world is that? Is that a world that you really want to live in? Well, free speech and hate speech are two different things. And the notion of First Amendment coming into play with something like Twitter is something that people on the right use all the time. I, I just want to be clear here. I, I don't, I, I'm not on the ideological right. When I say right, I mean I, I literally am right. I, I, I'm right about, and, and I'm right about this also. It's something you hear a lot from people on the right. I guess in addition to that also, uh, people who don't necessarily align with the right, but, but just like the term right. Right, right. I don't understand why freedom of speech comes into place with a private entity like Twitter. Like, for example, if if gender critical people wanted to make their own magazine saying we hate trans people or, or anything, you could say trans people should go to hell. Uh, and people do actually hand out pamphlets that say that kind of stuff. And that's protected speech under the First Amendment. But when it comes to something like Twitter, which is a private entity, and I, I, I guess... On a broader scale, people tend to forget that social media is a private place. It's not. It's in the public sphere. The right to just go around saying whatever the hell you want, that's not protected. You can't, you can't use a platform just to say those things for no other reason than you want to. If, if you want to tell somebody you think they should die, uh, I think it's in the public's interest that the people, the powers that be controlling that particular sphere shut you down because it's not, it's not necessary, it's not appropriate, and it happens all the time, and it kills people's self-esteem. I, I think it's very helpful when you see a picture of a transgender woman who's, who's lathered her face in makeup, looks like a clown... Like, if you go on your Instagram feed, you can see examples of what I'm trying to talk about. But if you see somebody there who is just hideous, who, who, who would, melt, would melt your face clean off if you were sitting in a Chick-fil-A with them. If you see somebody like that, I feel like you have an obligation to tell them how ugly they are. Why? What do you mean, Why? Why is that something that you think is a necessary part of humanity to put somebody down like that? 
because somebody's got to. We live in a world where if everything is right, then what is wrong? Well, that, that kind of behavior for what? Now, I'm not talking about that specific behavior. I'm talking about a general sense. Think back to the participation ribbon I was just talking about. If everybody gets the participation trophy, who gets the gold trophy? What, what gold trophy? The gold trophy. Well, the gold trophy for what? Life's gold trophy. I, I, I still don't really know what you're talking about for the gold trophy. It's the gold trophy of life. You, you've said that, but there isn't a gold trophy for life. In fact, life doesn't really hand it. I, I'm not really sure where the, the notion of trophies come into play. Um, do you see transgender women and women and... Do you see transgender women and cisgender women competing with each other? Listen, cisgender is a slur. You can call us women or you can call us normal women. Normal is the one adjective because women, women does not need an adjective unless you have brown hair or if you have an ethnicity. An ethnicity? That, that's right. That's right. All right. I'm not sure I want to go there, but just... Everybody has an ethnicity. I agree to disagree. Women and trans women, trans people, trans things, are naturally in competition for each other. Not for things like reproduction or men who naturally don't want anything to do with trans women. That's why they all call themselves lesbians. Because they know they're... No man would put his penis in. Uh, I, I, I don't really want to speculate on, on where the penis goes in this instance, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I, I don't because I know plenty of transgender women who have, uh, who are uh, heterosexual, who are homosexual, who are bisexual, who are pansexual, who are. All sorts of, of different kind of sexualities. There you go with the labels. Who is supposed to keep track of this? Am I supposed to sit here with a notebook and try to figure out what the fuck you're saying? Just rambling on and on. Gay, straight, bada-bing, bada-boom. There we go, people. You're welcome. I mean, I disagree, but... There's kind of these two prevailing sets of thought in gender-critical realms that... Uh, Transgender women are secretly gay men, but then also that they are, uh, the whole objection to transgender women, um, being attracted to other women, or being attracted to cisgender women, it, it exists in, like, stark contrast to a lot of the other gender-critical talking points, and yet... The, the the great controversy over over transgender women being attracted to cisgender women is is the idea that a transgender woman would need to quote unquote force a cisgender woman a cisgender lesbian to have sex with them the the notion of this ridiculous cotton ceiling type concept uh, and it's insulting it's selling a lot of people short cisgender and trans the 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 idea that attraction is something that needs to fall into the category of deception 
Well, in Deception's defense, ever since the dawn of makeup, what, in, like, the, the time of the Egyptians? No, 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 I'm talking, like, the 80s. You know makeup's been around long... No, I don't... You understand my point. In the 80s, when Madonna started slathering shit on her face, that, that was the end of good old-fashioned... You walk up to the doorstep, you ask, you ask Pa for permission. That kind of romance. The good old days were gone. And it was just a realm of deception. Arranged marriages work. You have a man and a woman decide who their daughter or their, or their son is going to marry. And then they have to do it. You don't get a divorce because they don't have a choice. It, it works perfectly. Well, in, in average day-to-day -day dating... People do have a choice. And there's a lot of people out there who, who struggle to understand that people, cisgender, trans, or otherwise, can see a transgender person, a trans woman, a trans man, and say to themselves, I'm attracted to that person. They have a vibrant personality. I find them very attractive. I would like to go on a date with them. And this is a concept that so many people in the anti-trans community uh, I don't, is it even a community do you consider? Yes, yes, we we gather around the spire in the woods and we get together once a month for a, a retreat. There's a potluck involved. To be honest, it can be a bit hit or miss. A gender critical woman maybe doesn't make the best lasagna. In the woods, I mean, yeah, 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 you got nowhere to put it. The refrigeration thing, that's another thing that you, you transgender people have taken away from us. So I very much consider them my friends, except when, except for the people who don't bring a store-bought pastry or a two-liter bottle of soda, when the rest of us are slaving away making the casserole for hours on end. Those don't keep in the woods for all that long, you know? A little help would be appreciated. Do you do you invite any trans women into the into the woods? We have in the past, but but only if they agree with us. Uh, agree with you about what? That that trans trans women should not be there. So you only let them you only let them hang out with you if they agree they shouldn't be there. Yeah, shouldn't is one thing. If a if a Oh, and I'm not going to say cis. I find cisgender very offensive. I just want to make that clear. It's a very offensive term. I prefer normal or woman. Do you think that, that cis is a slur? Don't call me cis. In fact, I don't, I don't even want to hear the word. It's made up. It's a sci scientific word. You can't pick and choose with science. If you wanna, if you wanna try and pretend you can change sex, you you can't pretend that you can change words either. Words are we have a dictionary. Dictionary that gets added to. It only gets added to because people need to cave to this PC pressure, and that stands for political correctness. Those are words you would find in the dictionary before Caitlyn Jenner appeared on the Vanity Fair cover. Cisgender has been used um, 
for for decades, in, in, specifically in this field. So, uh, but it's not something you would find on Twitter back in the eighties. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Uh, you're correct. Uh, Twitter was not around in the eighties. That's that's not you 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 twisting my words. It, it's we're very welcoming. I, I hate when people say that we're not welcoming to transgender people. We are welcome to the transgender men who are actually women and they're just confused. And they're confused because we as a society are not tolerant enough of, of picking our battles between homophobia and transphobia. And this is an area that, that maybe my people could have done a better job at because for decades we fought against lesbians' right to, to play any sport other than rugby or softball. And maybe that was a mistake, because now you've got a bunch of women who are, who are going around saying to men they want to have these surgeries, they want to look like, look like Pat Sajak, all so that they can play basketball. Well, I mean, you're kind of onto an interesting point because the homophobia and the transphobia do kind of go hand in hand. And there is that, um, there is that, that, that thought that prevails between uh, people who think that uh, transgender men are just lesbians who are confused. I mean, it, it, it's kind of what, uh, what the basis behind autogynophilia is for... Um, uh, trans women that the thought they would be uh, attracted to themselves. You don't really hear that with men as uh, with transgender men as much, but you certainly do in the sense that, uh, especially in the UK, there's uh, a, a prevailing thought that transgender men are just lesbians who aren't allowed to be that. But I, I don't really get that because while homophobia is certainly still very prevalent, too prevalent, the battle for gay rights is not over. As the Atlantic, uh, there was an article on the Atlantic that said. The fight for gay rights is over, which I think is uh, ridiculous. The battle for gay rights won't be over until you've closed every last Chick-fil-A in this country. And I gotta tell you, you wanna wonder when we're gonna take up arms. You come for my chicken sandwich, motherfucker. I will. <clears throat> I, 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 I don't mean to issue an exact threat, but you get my gist. You come for my guns, you come for my chicken, you're gonna get a whack in the behind, and it's not gonna be for my Bible. Just to clarify, though, because I found that a lot of these uh, quote-unquote gender-critical people are anti, uh, anti-gay anti rights as well. It's just the a different conversation. But uh, do you support the right of um, gay and lesbian people to, to marry? I, I support their right to marry a person of the opposite sex. And not I, I don't mean gender by that. I mean sex. So, in other words, you, you do not support gay marriage. I support it in the sense that if I have to pick between gay marriage and transgender, I'm going to spend my time on Twitter complaining about the second one. That doesn't mean I support it. That doesn't mean I support lesbians. I would just rather have lesbians than trans men. Out of sight, out of mind, if you get the picture. Although, I got to say, they're very convincing. Much more than I imagine you would be. Why, why, why do you go around calling yourself Ian Thomas? I, I, I don't get it. 
Uh, that was the subject of our first podcast episode, but um, I, I won't. I won't get into that. We've we've talked about why you are against uh, transgender people in the bathroom. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but there's a kind of uh, consistency in the inconsistent. Don't be cute with me, seriously. I am very consistent. There's just a ranking. So you're you're picking and choosing your battles. Well. Listen, if I was in charge, we would maybe ease off on the first, deal with the transgenders, and then go back. Obviously, we don't have a, a you know, for all this talk of the, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, they don't, they don't tend to focus on the need for a well-regulated militia that we could have to, to take care of this problem. You mean, like, shoot people? No, I mean, like, having options on the table. It's in the Constitution right there. The Founding Fathers knew that this LGBTQ, all the other letters, was, were, were going to be a problem. And that's why they included remedies for dealing with these, these so-called marginalized groups that tend to do all of the oppressing. I, I just want to be clear. You're, you're, you're not talking about... I'm talking about having options on the table. That's all I want to say about it. It's not like I literally would, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if people were a little more afraid to be themselves. That's, that's all I want to say about it. I don't need a visit from the FBI or somebody saying, oh, you're going to go off on a rampage. I'm not that kind of person. I just wish that, you know, when, when you're playing gin rummy down at the country club, you do a thing called bluff every once in a while. Not the worst thing in the world. Well, I, I, I think a point that was glossed over was, was just the idea that uh, there's a, you, you, you clearly have a distinction between uh, transgender rights and the rights of the rest of uh, the community with all the letters you don't like. And... I, ha I have seen a sort of a shift in focus between these groups that kind of have eased off of maybe the gay marriage uh, fight, but at least from what I understand from what you're saying, you're, you're not, it's not that that fight is over, it's that you want to focus on something else. That's right, that's right. We want to focus on it first, and then, then double back. You can't walk and chew gum at the same time. You have to, you have to be... You have to stop the gays from even being able to buy the gum. Because they go to their rave, they're taking their drugs, the gum's flying all over the place, and soon it's all over people's shoes. It's very dangerous for a lot of people, and that's why they shouldn't be allowed to marry. Because they're strengthening, you know, it's easy to look at one gay person at a pharmacy and say, I'm sorry, you can't buy any of the gum. But you got two of them, and maybe one of them is wearing one of those leather things. And the pharmacist just doesn't know what to do. And we need, we need that kind of firewall because with the transgender people, with the hormones, you need a good pharmacist to say, look, the doctor got it wrong. I'm on God's side here. I'm not going to give you this stuff that's going to make your testicles fall off. Well, that's, uh, that's certainly a lot. We don't even we don't even need to unpack a lot of that, but I just I, I also wanted to get your your thoughts on where you think the the future is coming because I mean obviously uh, a lot of these discussions were had 
15, 20 years ago about gay marriage. And we've come a long way since that with the Supreme Court decision. And uh, public approval for LGBTQ rights is certainly up. And, um, you know, there, there, there is the sense that uh, people like you are fighting a, a losing battle that maybe we won't, hopefully we won't be having. Uh, maybe even, even hopefully, maybe even 10 years down the road. Right, well, I think, I think society is going to look at, at the, 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 the people who call themselves the transgender. We're going to look at transgender, and we're going to say to ourselves, look, we got this one wrong. We've made mistakes in the past. I mean, people brought Roseanne back, and then they canceled it. And I'm waiting. I, I, I don't like this, uh, you know, this, this spinoff. It's, it's not very good. The ratings are down. Hopefully people will recognize that history has made an egregious. They'll look back at history and hopefully Roseanne will be back. Now, with, with transgender, we're going to have hopefully something that looks a little bit like the reverse. There's going to be a tweet that un- undoes transgender people. Well, I saw this movie called, I don't know if you've seen it, The, the Avengers. And there was this purple-looking guy. He had a chin that I would just, you know, it really, I, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to sound crude here, but it really got me hot down there, down under my, under my stockings. And he collected these gems that it looks like he picked up at a thrift store or a party city or some other place where the gays congregate. And he snapped his finger... And a lot of his problems went away. Now, there are plenty of people who look at the Second Amendment option and say to themselves, look, I, I, I don't want to, to spend all this money when I could go to a thrift store and pick up the gems and maybe we would have a solution from that kind. And these are just options. Look, I'm not going to be on this earth for that much longer. I, I've eaten my vegetables. I have my... Uh, five or six glasses of whiskey a day to get my to get my fiber so that I don't get the runs in the morning. But even I can look at my own humanity and say there'll come a day when Cozy's just not around anymore. I would just like before I go to get a good glimpse of the old days because I you know you look at TV and there's all of these all these things that are a remake or the, the reboot they call it a sequel not a lot of new ideas society can look at that and say we've made a mistake with this whole so-called equality thing which isn't equal cuz I have less rights than I did back then I can't say the things that I want to say Society will look at that and say, let's go back to a time when white people weren't so afraid to share their opinions. And you, you, you think that's going to happen? It's, it's, it's got to be inevitable. You see, history moves like a seesaw. It goes up, it goes down, it stops a bit because the kid has to go home to watch Leave it to Beaver. And then the next day, it picks up again with some other people. And if you've got a fatso who can't can't move on the seesaw, well, the kids bully him until he gets off. That's the way the world works. And I know that a lot of people will say, well, that's not very nice. Well, I'm only here to tell the truth. So history will look at itself and say, hey, remember that George Washington guy? Remember Jefferson? 
all of these people, they were men. They were man's men. They were the kind of people, you know, you take the man out of the men, and you get all these little crybabies who you match with them on Tinder, and I matched with one of them. There was this young guy. He said, you want to go out for a drink? And I said, sure, you pick the place. And he picked this vegan juice bar. There wasn't a single drop of alcohol in the whole establishment. And let me tell you, I did not take him home. My hot flashes were experienced myself and for me alone. Do, do, you, do you match with a lot of people on, on t- That's none of your business. I, 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 I don't want to encourage the freaks who listen to this podcast to try and get on and see if they'll match. I, I have, my, my filter is very set to alpha. Ma- I only want somebody who's going to pick up the check. And isn't gonna isn't gonna try and throw some sort of seed like a a, a, a quinoa quinoa. Yeah, you see, this is this is the kind of knowledge that people value nowadays. Back then, we had men who fought in wars. Now we have men who who fight to go to the women's bathroom. It's just it's just ridiculous. And I I I, I pray to God at night when I go to sleep. That we'll have a world that doesn't just have all of this gender nonsense. I think that's a point where you could have a lot of common ground with transgender people. So I, for one, and one of the reasons that um, I started this podcast and I didn't want to have it just be about gender-related topics, we do a lot of other things, is I don't wake up in the morning and think to myself, you know, here's a... I, I I don't wake up and think about my gender constantly. I want to go about my day and not have to kind of fight these battles. And um, I'm glad that, that, that your side can kind of uh, agree that, that maybe there is a better way. The better way is for you to go away. You can, you can put that on a bumper sticker and ram it up your ass. I know you like to p- put things up. No. You, don't, you don't need to... Bump, bumper sticker... Sorry, sorry, should I have said a nice, nice, nice pink dildo? I know what that is. I walked into a sex store once. I thought it was a Christian science reading room. It turns out it was the place next door. I had to go to confession every day for about six months before I felt like the, the Heavenly Father had, had put that one behind us. Do you try and uh, filter your potential uh, romantic Partners. You don't need to say partner. I'm a straight woman. You can just refer to them as men. Right. Well, do you do you do you screen do you screen them? Is there any way you can kind of tell that the people the the men, as you say, uh, that their views align with yours? Well, I have this one test. I. I send them a picture of me with the vagina monologues, and if they. If they reply with a what's that or a thumbs up or something, I know I'm probably in the clear. You know, you get a people who say they're transphobic or the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. You ask a guy if he wants to come over and watch that and he says, I love Robin Williams. He's probably not going to be reminding you to, to call him by the right pronouns. It seems like kind of an elaborate test. Well, it works, I gotta say. You're 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 against condoms and and birth control, but but now after after you've uh... don't say it. Yeah, yeah, that's not nice to say to a woman. 
Don't say menopause. Uh, that which you uh, which you just said. Um, you're you're okay with. Uh, it, it, you see, there's a lot of uh, a lot of religious people who just say all all sex that's not meant for for procreation is bad. But you don't you don't seem to agree with that. Listen, I I gotta admit, I have needs. And once, once, once I was in the clear with, with having some unwanted kid out of wedlock that's got to have uh, one of those Game of Thrones bastard names for the rest of his or her life. Uh, once I was in the clear with that, uh, I decided to give myself a little bit of a break. You see, I'm a twice a year Catholic, and all of the priests that I used to know uh, got in trouble for... Uh, well, I won't get into that, but it's it, it's very it's very disappointing to see their careers destroyed. But but getting back to you, you don't you don't really I don't know. Do uh, STDs concern you? Listen, I filter my people out. They have to take some blood work. They've got uh, you got to jump through a lot of hoops to uh, you gotta. You, it's the like the the Spice Girls song. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. It, it's you substitute friends with a, a comprehensive screening, and you tend to arrive at the same destination. Are there a lot of lot of people that? Well, I don't like to kiss and tell, but to be honest with you, no, not really. I've had people, and this is why I uh, getting back to to the need. To ease up on the burden that white women are expected to carry. I get told I'm offensive. And, I mean, that's a great way to filter out people that I don't want to be with. But, uh, I'm, a, I'm a human being. When I get rejected, I get upset about it. And I have to eat cheesecake and watch the Golden Girls. And it's on at very hard times nowadays with the TV land. They're always trying to show some sort of sexually promiscuous show like uh, Home Improvement. That Tim Allen, I mean, it's hard to watch him and not, not want to, you know, stick your hands. I, I, I've said too much already. You know, the Golden Girls is on, on Hulu. Do you, do you use the internet? Besides, besides your phone, of course, for... Um for, for Tinder? I used the internet once to buy uh, underwear on, on that, that Amazon, but they were the wrong size, so I've, I've tried to avoid it since. Oh, uh, sorry, sir, you, you can return those. They were soiled. Well, I, I hope you get a chance to check out our episode. I, uh... It's been an interesting conversation. I don't, um, it is important to, to reach across the aisle to, uh, get perspectives. Um, I imagine most of my listeners won't, uh, necessarily agree with what you've had to say. As long as I don't get my inbox flooded with people telling me I'm a bigot, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've listened to some of the other episodes. You plug, you plug where to find the people. Just, just don't bother. Say, say if, um, if people want to send me money, just, uh, send it to you and you can pass it along. Um, I, I'm definitely not going to do that, but I'll respect your desire to, to not. Do you, do you, do you have a, a web presence or 
any kind. Not, not, not that I wish to discuss. I, I spend some time on, on Mum's Net and, uh, what's that one? It's, uh, it's the number 4chan. You like 4chan? They have, they have some memes that, uh, there aren't very many places to go if you're a white woman looking to be offensive, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that they can provide me a place to to just have a, a good-hearted laugh at someone else's expense. Right, right. Well, well, cozy. Um, this has been something I uh, can't say is we'll probably have you back. I I don't think uh, I don't think that's probably necessary, but uh, I, I thank you. I I appreciate your. Sharing your views as, um, well, in any event, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Snarker. Yes, thank you, thank you for badgering me and causing me to miss Dr. Oz. Now at the Bridge Club, nobody's, I'm not going to know what anybody's saying, and I'm probably not even going to tell anybody I did this because I don't want anyone to know that I talked with a homosexual. Right. Well, well, you have fun at that, and to everybody listening, thank you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. Granted, uh, hopefully you're not uh, turned off by... If, if, if the gays won't even support you, maybe, uh, maybe you can come, if you wear a suit, uh, a man's suit, you can come to the bridge club. Well, uh, I certainly won't be doing that, but uh, to anybody, everybody, thank you. Uh, we'll see you next time, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs>